the Open Tabs podcast is back. Welcome back, everyone. I be your brothers. <laughs> I can't get this music out of my head. <laughs> I be your brother Calvin Smith. I'm here with, with my mainest, mainest of mans. Hey, man. My homie, Joe Carlos. What's up, Joe? Not much, brother. How you doing today? Hey, man. You know, I, I man, first world problems abound here. Uh, they, they always do. Housekeeper came through uh, and, and and misplaced my do rag. So no, uh, I you know, and I'm 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 off schedule for my my presidential treatment. From shout out to my barber, Dewan, kindly and anointed hands because I'm getting the presidential on Saturday. I'm getting the facial oh, wow. and the and the, and the haircut. Okay. And I'll be back. Big weekend, I'll be big weekend coming up. No, nah, no, nah, just 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 to take care of self myself. care, self love, self love, self love, self love. That's the only love got I got. No, right no now. love like self love. Only no love, love I got right now, man. I'm I'm a horrible person, so. You know, that's okay. the only love <laughs> no, I, you're not. No, you're only not. love I got right now. But uh, okay. yeah, man. So you know, my my do rags. So I got to represent for uh for guidance whiskey. Uh, oh, nice. Tennessee State. Uh, some Tennessee State alums, Jason Rigel, okay. some other guys. Uh, put together guidance whiskey. You know, so I'm. I'm oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Here, you know, what I mean, uh, on, on the guidance and ginger beer tonight. Got it. Uh, somebody left this hat over my crib. Probably you're never getting it back. There he is. My brother just kind of came in, kind of, kind of. He's he's in the Ghost scene. I don't know. Space killer. Ali Manila. You got your hands all the way up in it. Yeah, man. Ferocious. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to talk about that actually. Because Las Vegas, you don't even have jurisdiction around here. <laughs> he turns his head. Right, yeah. right. When Where the Las Vegas, yeah. all right. <laughs> when the Las Vegas, he guys. Or I extradite you on a North Carolina one. Exactly. <laughs> New Jersey. You subscribe? Yes, and so that was a that was a cameo by Jordan Carlos. Who, who shout out to Jordan because he just wrapped uh, today with uh, the second season of First Wives Club. He oh yeah. He, uh, 10 or 11, amazing. Uh, he did a lot of episodes. My, He's in Jilly every episode this season. Hello, <laughs> yes. hello Jilly. <laughs> yes, yes. Working closely with Jilly from Philly. Um, and Michelle Buteau and Gary Dodan. Hey! Uh, and Deborah Cox. We can't be friends. And Shante Moore. Woo, candlelight in you. Hey, man, come yes. on. I mean, it's like the 90s came to life and the early 2000s came to life. Um, so it's beautiful. It's, be it's a beautiful black black experience uh, produced by the mogul known as Tyler Perry. But Jordan rapped today, so very proud of him. Uh, so he's got a little break. Yeah, then he'll be back to shoot uh, another film. Actually, hey, man. Work, Patrick's working actor. Work exactly. So, so so uh, he'll be back. I, I want to give a quick shout out to um, to uh, Chocolate Unicorns. Yes. Uh, to my friends uh, Asha and Bryson Palmer from Chocolate Unicorns. Uh, it's Black History Month shirt. Um, so proud of of them and uh, what they're trying to do to promote diversity in uh, cartoons okay. and, and in the in the um, in the, the the symbols and figures that uh, the children see and play with and things of that nature. So that. so that. I'm wearing I'm, tonight. I'm wearing uh, that, that's that's what are you wearing tonight, Joe? Uh, well, I'm wearing I'm, I'm wearing I'm wearing chocolate. <laughs> it's that season, wearing, man. It's just, it is that season. I'm wearing chocolate unicorns tonight. So. So uh, big shout out and can't wait to don my um, my first Surly shirt tomorrow. And uh, actually, since we're talking, since this is the, you know, this is the preamble, uh, I'm going to the All-Star game Sunday. Have fun with I, that. I will. Uh, I'm going to the All-Star game Sunday night. 
and uh <laughs> make, make sure you wear one of these brother i'm wearing two i'm wearing two of those good yeah uh 2500 people on, on, maybe no 2000 is it 2500 in yeah. the in the 20,000 uh stadium uh uh person stadium 10%. um but uh got some some fresh green dallas mavericks drip for the uh for the, for the it's it's literally a 1980s satin <laughs> dallas mavericks jacket i cannot wait to to uh rock with the m that. with the oh with the m and the, and the cowboy hat mark aguirre but, uh, yeah mark number 24 Rolando. <laughs> i love it man I out of it. kansas <laughs> Hey. Didn't know that. Didn't you? Hey. Mark McGuire out of DePaul. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew that one. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know Rolando Woods. Yeah, Roe Blackman. Uh, yeah, Roe. Brad Davis. I don't know where Brad went to school. Brad. Davis. You are a true Dallas fan. I, oh, look, eighty-seven, eighty-eight team took uh, took the Lakers to seven in the Western Conference Finals. Man, there is a reason we call. I can him still Joe. write that roster. I can still write that. Joe time. from Dallas, and it's not just because he's from Dallas. He, he every I you am. embody. <laughs> you are the person that people when they think of Dallas, well, brother. You, Hopefully. you, you, you embody. <laughs> I, I you embody like you know the, the second floor of Westlake High School. You, know. you are Atlanta. <laughs> you are Atlanta. I'll take it. Uh, or take or it. as my brother would say, Atlanta. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, uh, what's your name? Um, Joyce Latell. Atlanta. Ah, yes. Atlanta. Yes, yes, yes. The Quiet Storm. Atlanta. Joyce Latell. Relationships. Uh, Joyce Latell is is it is. is a huge part of my life. That's the reason that she I probably on night now. She probably on right now. <laughs> Why are you God bless you in the quiet store? Much love, much love, always. Much love. Much, love. <laughs> much love, brother. Before we jump into heat, because I know you're excited, I'm excited about it. Too. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's so good. Um, <laughs> so I, I do want to make a recommendation for everybody who has not seen the performance of Andre Day in the United States versus Billie Holiday. You need to see this performance. Man, she is blowing them out the water. She's going to win Absolutely. everything, deserves everything. First time, first first role. Yeah, first shot out. This is like, this is like um, Jennifer Hudson in, yeah. uh, as Effie. When, yeah. doing, when all the sisters were mad, when everybody was mad. <laughs> it was all mad, but guess what? It was all mad because... <laughs> Ms. Knowles was not uh, nominated <laughs> that, yeah. that year. She does a lot um, of things well, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, Andre, no, hey, hey, may, may, I, may I double down on that with you? Oh, please do. Please do. Yeah, no, Andre Day was a powerhouse Yeah, as Billie Holiday. And and if you think you know <laughs> Billie Holiday from Lady Sings the Blues. <laughs> no sorry, Bob. Hey. Brother, that's like a Saturday morning cartoon in comparison to. I, I say this with with only a minimal pun intended. Straight dope. Straight, uh, well, yeah. The straight dope, for real. The man. straight dope, yeah. The straight Woo. dope. Woo. Intense. I mean, from the Candy Man. From the Candy. Yes. <laughs> oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Whew. Boy, oh boy. So, hey, so yeah. So here we are. Here we are together, man. you and I. Woo. That's that's. Michael, all right, let me ask you this real quick. Michael Evans version or the O'Brien version? Have you heard the, you know, you've, you've heard the O'Brien version, right? No. Oh, wait, first of all, O'Brien has the greatest Jerry Curl in the history of Jerry Curls. <laughs> he has like, it's, it's O'Brien and Stoney Jackson, and I won't take any other, like, I was gonna say, AC Green and Michael Cage, all due respect, 
But Stoney Jackson and O'Brien. I think the beauty of Stoney Jackson, I'm gonna I got I got some love for for Michael Cage though, but the beauty of Stoney Jackson's is it was the the volume. Yeah. And so, it was it was so big. Yeah. My O'Brien is is, is on that level. O'Brien is okay. there. Okay. So Michael he, Cage though, Michael Cage though was a big man in the NBA <laughs> when uniforms were small. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean like a tall man. I mean a big man. Yeah, he was like Jerome in, uh, in, in Snowfall. He was, you know, filling <laughs> well, it out, man. I don't know. Yes, we're filling it out. I was going to say, and I, I mentioned the 87-88 season. That was the first, my first NBA season that I was all in from, from preseason through game seven of the finals. Okay, okay. And did y'all have to go through Seattle? Uh yeah we yeah we, we took care of them. Yeah, um, that's, that's where Michael K. He was he Seattle or was he uh, L. A. Clippers at that time? No, he was he was Seattle. Okay. Uh, because he when he won the um when he won the he won the rebounding title over Oakley on the last night. That's back when that mattered. Have you ever heard of anybody? Have you ever heard of the rebound title system? No, right, man. You know, no, no, really. I'm saying like so th- that's that's what's kind of crazy about it to me. Like those records meant a whole lot. Remember when the yeah. rushing champion. Oh, yeah. every when rushing champion meant everything. I remember yeah. there was a guy, and I gotta look it up. I think his name was Charles White. He oh, was yeah, a rushing champion. Yeah, for the Rams. And yeah. he had he'd had some problems. Mm-hmm. And then he, he came back and he was a rushing champ like 88, 89. Yeah. Like he was between Dickerson and uh and and, and Barry. And Barry, yeah. 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 Oh, and well Peyton, because Peyton like Neil like, Anderson, all these he was like, yeah, oh, yeah, he's somewhere in nowhere. Came yeah, but nowhere. he came out of nowhere and had an amazing season. And those yeah. those Rams teams were very good oh yeah they just could never was, get over yeah they could never get over the hump you know they could, there was always the niners henry ellard uh, and, 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 and uh my man flipper henry, anderson man henry ellard golly no one has said henry ellard on a, on a podcast uh this week i, I guarantee um, it <laughs> no one not even a rams receiver podcast. So, <laughs> so 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 anyway um yeah cage i, I thought cages cages jerry curl was special because he would play like 40 minutes and be just sweat drenched trying to get these rebounds. And, and yet, and yet, you know, his Jericho was imperfect. He had like a Superman, like S thing in the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. Eddie, little Eddie Mustard thing going on. Yeah. It was, it was, but it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful bouffant of, of, with, with beard. Yes. Of yes. Jericho. Unlike, see, AC didn't have, AC didn't have the beard. AC, AC. And neither did Stoney, but Stoney had the volume. AC so. couldn't, couldn't grow the beard. I have a theory on why he couldn't grow the beard. But. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> That's terrible. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. It is. So, uh, but back to what you were really saying. Uh, uh, yeah, O'Brien has uh, a version of 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 of, of you and I. Okay, I gotta check it out. It's 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 its own thing. Like okay. you know, Michael Evans. Uh, uh, his version, <laughs> you know, is Michael Evans. <laughs> I love how this, I love how this is literally <laughs> literally. It's in the Pantheon of versions. It's literally there. <laughs> My cousin Steve sang it at his own wedding and did a bang up job. But he was hey, this is the, the, the Michael. You could take it, you could take your own mic and do it. I mean, take it and, and sing it yourself. I mean, it's such a powerful song. Yeah, it is. It is. Brother, tonight we're taking it to LA. Speaking of Jerry Cross. Yep. <laughs> Calvin take- said that. Calvin said that. <laughs> Hey man, I, 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 but I'm I got a, his back. But I got his back. I'm a fan of the Jerry Crow. I love the Jerry Crow, man. I, look, if this pandemic keeps going for much longer, I'm 
I might, I might grow a Jerry curl. Oh, good. Bless and blessed are those who asked the question, brother. Because you, <laughs> if you got the hair to do it, congratulations to you. Blessed are those who asked the questions, brother. Yeah, man. Hey, Gary, shout out to Gary Durden. Sorry, shout out to Gary D. Yes. <laughs> uh, tonight we're taking it to 1995. Praise God. Michael Mann. Praise God. Whew. This movie was so anticipated. It, mm. this, this movie had so much hype going into it mm-hmm. because you had two of the greatest actors of their generation and arguably two of the greatest actors ever. Yeah. Never shared a scene together. It was Never. guaranteed in this movie to share a scene together. Mm-hmm. This, this movie, when, when the heat's around the corner, man. The heat, man. Heat, 1995. Heat. He incredible film, incredible film, and, and you know it's been covered. It's been covered pretty widely on the on the internet, but thank gosh because it came around at just the right time. Yeah, man. That that guys like us who were seeing it at a certain stage in age mm-hmm. in life, mm-hmm. then then took to the internet to express ourselves. Yeah, you just it's you, out there. You just grab it, man. You just grab it. <laughs> I didn't know what he was saying. He's like, how do you find it? It's out there. It's just out there. You just got to grab it. I, I know how to grab it. We, we grabbing it now, brother. But that that was a that was a <laughs> prescient. very big yeah, prescient, <laughs> which which tends to be a term we use a lot uh, <laughs> here as of late. Prescient. Yes, indeed. Um, heat, man. Where were you when you saw it? So I don't remember. I, I definitely did not see it in the theater. I know the that. first time. I'm, I'm at the first time. Okay. Yeah, I definitely didn't see it in the theater. Uh, I I caught it on like TNT or somewhere mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. randomly, and uh, it was like, oh, this is heat. And you know, <laughs> obviously, you know, TNT has their version. It's about eight hours long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and missing a good twenty minutes. It's still <laughs> somehow missing a good twenty minutes. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I eventually did see it uh, somewhere between um, somewhere between ninety nine and two thousand one. I eventually okay. saw the 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 Michael Mann intended version of Heat. Uh, yeah, and and you know was was summarily like, yeah, this is this is it. This is this is this is what movie making is all about. This is this is a instant instant classic movie. What about you? Where were you? What, what was your story? I was at the AMC Grand 24 in Dallas, Texas, off of um, I-35 with my brother, my big brother, and my main man, Thomas Elliott Joyner Jr. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Tom was in town to interview for a job, and he said, hey, what are you doing? And I was in academic exiles a year between Howard University and Morehouse College. I was a student at Brookhaven College at the time. They call it the gap year now. Yeah, the gap year. Yeah, sure, gap year. And uh, I said, I'm not doing anything, bro. What do you want to do? He said, let's go see this heat. I said, oh, De Niro Pacino, let's go. So he said, I said, where? He said, well, we'll meet halfway between us. And it was the AMC Grand. Mm-hmm. Got something to eat at the Chili's right, mm-hmm. right next door. Mm-hmm. And uh, no place else. Like Chili's, no place. And oh, I almost have off the blossom coming out of my nose. Uh, <laughs> And so we went to see it's it. Like way back, man. <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, to uh, yeah, so we went to see it and um, blown away, man. Uh, yeah, man. Um, in '95, uh, absolutely blown away. And uh, then I remember buying it on tape. Okay. And then buying it on DVD. Uh huh. As well. 
Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I, I was, I was pro- probably, it was probably out a week or two before I saw it. Okay. And then okay. I think I went back and saw it with my dad. Like I, I saw it with Tom first and I think I went back and saw it with my dad Okay, as well. So here's something I wanted to talk about very early on. I'm working on being concise. I'm being concise, by the way. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> excuse me. The plane is it's like yeah. a, a Gulf Stream now. <laughs> yeah. hey, you know. I'm working on it. I didn't say, yeah, I didn't say, I'm working on it. Folks Go know us by now. They'll be all right. They'll be That's all right. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so the thing about heat, like in terms of like you talk about home video and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, my boy Jeff, who was on the last episode, shout out to Dr. Shout out to Jones. Dr. Jeff Jones and his outstanding work with us last week. Shout out to Dr. Jeff Jones. So yes. Jeff suggested that I use heat to set up my home stereo system when I got a new home stereo <laughs> Greatest recommendation ever, man. And like, so I was telling Jeff earlier in our group chat, like this is a little known story. I can't, I, I can't use real names or anything like that, but I was doing some underground things that I probably shouldn't have been doing in medical school. <laughs> and uh, one of the people that was integral in that was like, yeah, come, come, come set up my, my home stereo system. And oh yes, sure enough, I remember that. Yes, I, I recall used, that. Yes, <laughs> we used we used heat, and and like you know he was summarily impressed. He was like, oh okay, okay, like that 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 shootout, man. Whoo! We're talking it, about that shootout right now. We can talk about doing? it, man. We can talk we about. Can... It. Hey, look, that that shout out that that shootout rather Bobby, in, in the background in the background, yeah. like yeah. the yeah. sound yeah. on it. Yeah. The sound on it is so perfect. Let's go. Uh, keep going. I'm gonna see who was up for best sound effect editing at the 1996 Oscars. Not he. I, not not he. How it, how do you have the greatest gunfight ever ever caught on film? So in the United States of America, I, I can't. I don't know what they did in Japan. I don't know what they did in China. I don't know what they did in the United States of America. And not be up for and, and not be up for best sound effects editing. And, and, and Michael Mann put in work for this, man. Like, he had, like, parabolic microphones. He had microphones set up. You know what I mean? Like, dude. $60 million in 95, bro. In 94, bro. $60 million in 1994. You know, to this day. Yes. But I'm just saying, $60 million in 1994. That's like Whatever that's you like, want to do. That's like a billion dollars now, man. It is like a billion dollars like right now. It, it is. It's like building a stadium. Stadiums cost $60 million. So far. He, he did yes. so far. <laughs> Bro, it was amazing. And like, you know, I mean, this I had never heard such crisp sound on like gunshots on reload. Know, ambient sound. Like everything was was as far as the sound and 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 the way that the movie visually looked, it was yeah. a, a labor of love. You could tell that yeah. Michael Mann really was putting his all into it. Yeah. And you know, to your point. The 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 travesty that was the award season for this 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 I'm, film. I'm looking at this. this oh, I was about to say something. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking this up right now. It's, <laughs> just, it's, it's crazy, man. Like you know, like they just got no love whatsoever, man. And 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 I don't I don't know, man. Like you know, this 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 film has lived on. It you know we talked we've talked a bit about like for instance uh, the dances with wolves versus the. Goodfellas argument, you know what I mean? And how Goodfellas pretty much has endured. And you can't engage any young person on Dances with Wolves whatsoever. No young person has ever seen Dances with beautiful Wolves. Beautiful though. It's beautiful. Good. It's a beautiful movie. Does not endure. Dances with Goodfellas. Wolves. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. <laughs> Get your fucking shine box. 
And the same thing applies for heat. Like heat endures, it is on probably right now somewhere. It's on TNT, it's on, you know, Showtime, it's on, you know, HBO Max, wherever. Yep. Sure. You you don't stars, you don't have to go very far. Uh it's one of those movies that anytime you look it up on on demand, you're not paying for it. It's streaming, it's there, you're watching it. And so, you know, I, I just don't get it. Did you find who it was up against in, in that? Let's 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 go for sound first, okay? okay? Okay. Let's just go for sound first. Okay. And normally I wouldn't even be tripping if Russell Williams the third was in it, because mm-hmm. you know, the most the most decorated uh black man in Oscar history, That's Russell, right. the main man Russell Williams the third. That's right. Who That's did right. the who did the sound for Dance with Wolves, by the way? Okay, fair enough. Um I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. <laughs> no, he no he what he did, he did. No, I'm just uh, saying, I'll stop, I'll stop dissing the dances with wolves. I just, you no, know. no, you, you know, I, I know where this is coming from, by the way. I know exactly where this <laughs> Imperioli said he didn't uh, GQ. He's like, yeah. who watches dances with wolves? Uh, <laughs> like, who watches, like, you know, we won, good fellas, you know, we won. Yeah. Uh, the winner was Apollo 13. I'm gonna say this right now, I've never seen it. Um, never seen it. Batman Forever, saw it. Braveheart, definitely saw it. Pretty mm-hmm. awesome, yeah, yeah. Crimson Tide. Saw it, pretty awesome. Waterworld, watched 10 minutes of it, looked away. Um, An abomination. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I watched 10 minutes of it, looked away. Sound effects editing. Only Braveheart, Batman Forever, and Crimson Tide. So they, they gave it to Braveheart, which we, which we all know won Best Picture that, that year. Sure. But um, I don't know. So for sound effects editing, they only nominated three pictures. Why in the world, if you only nominated three pictures, granted Braveheart had all these battle scenes and all this kind of stuff, and Batman Forever had the punches, but it's the same. The punches weren't any better than they were the, the before. Crimson Tide's got the missiles going, and they're yeah. yelling in the sub and all that kind of stuff, and sure. Alabama, you know, all that stuff, right? Yeah. But you're going to tell me that 10 minutes of pristine film brilliance didn't wet 10 minutes alone wouldn't garner a nomination not even a nomination now, i can see you don't give them sound for the whole film okay I, i'm i'll leave you alone on that I, I, but that scene the scene they took four weekends to shoot shutting down the streets for four weekends in figueroa, figueroa and fifth yes you know how expensive that was having having the mics everywhere now mm-hmm. i watched it again last of the last two days uh-huh uh-huh i watch it for little things okay talk about them i'm looking at i'm looking at performances i'm looking yeah. at subtle nuances and performances i'm yeah. looking at and and i'm looking for that scene and yeah. i'm noticing neil is on one side neil is is de niro yeah uh chris is shaherless yes on the other side i'm trying to figure out how they have a bunker between the cars and where in the world all those people who were in the cars went? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But somehow you can see Neil shooting, and in the distance you can still see uh, Chris shooting, Val Kilmer shooting, yeah. and nothing breaks. There's yeah. no break in it. There's no yeah. that looks weird. There's no lack of continuity. It was crackerjack timing, perfect, Calvin. Yeah. No. And, totally and not only visually was it perfect, Calvin. Michael Mann in his brilliance. The only music we got going in, exactly, and that's the music. That's the music from the bank robbery. Yep, which was smooth, 
They, they come still right try out. to. They still try to recreate that. Right. Do, do, do. They come out. Chris, the shot of the film to me, my favorite shot of the film. When he comes me. out of the uh, bank smiling. Come out of the bank smiling. He sees Buddy across. Bam. Let's yeah. go. Let's it's go. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So it was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, no nominations. No. But but it's studied today. Yeah. The Marines studied the film. Yes. About firefights and what to do in firefights and how to reload and how to how to have your 20 and yes. how to how to look left and right, all that. Yes. And and I'm gonna go to this and I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up and listen to your opinions on it. It all comes down to preparation. Michael Mann, as we know, because we've done the research, did so much work in the front end with mm -hmm. his actors. Mm -hmm. So much so that they all became obsessive about this film, which right. in my mind, if I'm really thinking about it, let's, let's, just, let's just really, let's, let's put it out there. Let's just say it. Uh, because no one's no one said it. Let's just say it. Is this movie better than Babe? Yes. Yes. Is this movie better than Sensibility? Of yes. course. Is this movie better than The Postman? Of course. Yes. I haven't even seen Apollo 13, and Braveheart is a bad, bad movie. But give me a break. How in the uh, how in the world? How in the world is this film with Pacino, with De Niro, with the gunfight, with the writing, with the cinematography, with the dull colors with the different LA story. How in the entire world is this film not up for best best picture? And how in the world is man not up for best director? And how in the world are they not up for writing awards? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it makes sense. I don't get it. No and so, so I'm gonna be quiet and, and pass it back over to you. Oh, no. oh, the little, and I'm gonna come back to talk little things, but I'm gonna pass it over to you, sorry. No, I mean, you know, I, I, I agree part and parcel. With what you know, I mean, dude, the we, we often we talk about societal impact, and, and I, we we you know we 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 can we did that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah we'd be all over the place. Uh, we talk about societal impact in movies, and we like yeah sometimes women be shopping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, women yeah, be it, shopping. It, it doesn't have a societal impact, right? This movie, no. this movie Love has. <laughs> well, no, but I'm saying this movie here had a significant societal impact because not only were movies trying to recreate these yeah. these, these robberies. Yeah. Yeah. People in Rio de Janeiro, people in, in, in all over the United States trying to recreate this robbery. Yeah. Like, dude, this, this movie, the, the impact of this movie and, and to, for it to just be completely shut out. I, I wonder, like, you know, I mean, Michael Mann has since had some of his work recognized, you know, but I, I, I just wonder what was up, what, what was going on in the politics? Because it had to be something politically. I'm I'm so I'm curious about that. You know, I I didn't. That's the one thing I didn't think about the, the politics. You know, we we're both huge football fans, right? In general, and it's interesting because we, we just had a you know we got Hall of Fame. You know, we just had some right. some guys who were voted in the Hall of Fame. Thank right. gosh, and some guys that should shout out to Drew. Praise God! Finally, finally, and. But there are some that we all know that will probably never get in. Like Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire are in the Baseball Hall of Fame. What the? F Best player I've ever seen play baseball, Barry Bonds. I, I mean, 
why are they not Pete Rose isn't in the Hall of Fame, right? So so I now we know politics. Mm-hmm. Politics play 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 into that. Yeah. With movies, it's a different thing. And now we know, and then the innocence is gone. Now we know yeah. you're paying for a lot of these. You're paying for yeah. for Absolutely. exposure and all this. But Absolutely. you would think, you would think, or one would think, and, and if you look at it, you know, Mel did Braveheart. Yeah. Apollo 13 was, that's Ron Howard, yeah. Brian, Gra- Brian Grazer, producer. Mm-hmm. I can't even speak on these other three. Babe, the postman, and sense of sensibility. What is that thing to do if we redid the NBA draft in a certain year? Or the NFL draft? I mean, give me a... No one's talking about those other movies. No, no. I've never seen Babe, a Babe retrospective. I've never seen it come up. And, and the reason I'm really hot about it is because we're 25 years from right now. Yeah. This was 25 years ago, like, yeah. like this month. Yeah. This is, this is back, this is fourth... Fourth, uh, fourth Monday in April, back when they used to do a fourth Monday in, Mar- uh, Monday in March, when, back when they used to do it. Yeah. So I, I'm saying all that to say that it did have societal impact, like yeah. you said. Yeah. And, um, and I, I, can't, I can't say that enough, and I'm going to come back to it. The little things for me. Everybody is different. And they're all messed up in their own beautiful way. Yes. Talk about that character study, man. Oh, my gosh. Shahirless is... Married to the delectable <laughs> at the top of her game, Ashley Judd in blonde, Kentucky Wildcats blonde, Kentucky. blonde Ashley Judd. Like she, 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 she did this, and then she went and did a time to kill. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that Ashley, yeah, Judd, yeah, right. Okay, like before Kiss peak, the Spider, peak, before, peak Ashley Judd. Oh yeah, we're peaking, we're peaking, peak Ashley Judd. Um, before Double Jeopardy, you know. <laughs> yes. The uh, that that. Phi Beta Kappa, University of Kentucky. <laughs> right. So, the so, best fan. Yeah. Number one fan, National Jet. Um, and then, and yet he he's this degenerate gambler, you know, yeah. goes through goes through what he's going through. Um, who can't bets really... on Super Bowl 94? And, and who bets on that Super Bowl in 94, man? Who does that? <laughs> Stupid. I don't know how you lose that Super Bowl bet. In 94? <laughs> yeah. How do you lose that Super Bowl bet? Seriously. Yeah. The Niners are... Niners, of course, are going to be the Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> who, who believed anything else? Anyway, sorry. Um, and of course, Neil. I'm just going to talk about Neil. Well, Neil, of course, quiet, reserved, never yeah. just unflappable. Always yeah. eyes, always darting, always looking for the out, always, and, and lives by a code. Yeah. Uh, which, which you know, proves detrimental eventually. Uh, and I'm going to mention two others. Of course, you got to talk about uh, Vincent Hanna uh-huh, uh-huh. As, as Al Pacino. Uh-huh. I didn't notice it. How happy he was everywhere else but home. Yeah. And his wife is, she's constantly saying it. And he just, he agrees, but he doesn't really have anything. Like, okay, that's just who I am. Yeah. I got it on the edge where I got to be, which Rushmore used. Right. Uh, right. Which, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which they yes. use in Rushmore. <laughs> I, man, I think about it every time. I'm on the edge. I told you when we hooked up, baby. When we hooked up, baby. I'm sorry. I got it. I got it. Anyway, anyway. If the chicken is a little overcooked, overcooked. But, but, um, so talk about them. And then, and then I just love Sizemore. And I'm going to say Sizemore's quiet, um, rage. Yeah. Yeah. And crazy. Yeah. I'm down. 
I'm down for what Sizemore had going on. A lot of, yes. lot of, a lot of tongue action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. The action's the juice for me. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, he's that Sizemore was like. I'm gonna come back to Sizemore. He, the next thing he did was actually that same fall was Devil in a Blue Dress. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then he 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 did this. Man, if you think about his arc that at that time. Oh, yeah. His 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 definitive end of that arc is Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, oh yeah. He absolutely. he's Michael Mann movies. He's in, he's he's on he's, top he's of doing the it, man. He's doing this it. This is not this is not Sly Del Vecchio from Pastor Fifty Seven. <laughs> Sly Del Vecchio. <laughs> go, go ahead, take it. What are your little things? Go ahead, take it. my bad. So no, I, I well I, let me ask you this because this is my this is one of my little things. When did you first? find out about or or notice Vince and Hannah potentially being on substances not till you told me and then I read about it like I I didn't well I have a great story about it okay okay Um, Ricky Harris yes uh, talk about yes do that who who's in the film and I wish I could remember his name yeah I mean yeah Albert Torino Albert Torino Torino yeah Albert Torino (laughs) Uh, okay so Ricky was Ricky did our uh, Morehouse College homecoming comedy show. Yeah. In '99, I was the comedy show director. Me and Talithia Williams. Yes. Um, and very well done. Ricky, very, very th- well done. thank you. Ricky was our headliner, yes. and I got to hang out with him the night before. He came in town a day, a day early. His manager messed it up, and we hung out mm-hmm. the night before, the night of the infamous fashion show in '99. Oh and man. Yeah, he had a front row seat, and he was like, man, what are y'all doing here at Morehouse? Like, I don't understand. We took him to the bucket shop, and he just started telling stories about Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And so Ricky, so Rick, Rick's, Rick tells us a story. He's like, so I said, man, I got to know. I said, I know you you hang out with the Death Row guys. You did it, you know, Death Row Records guys. You 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 did this, that, and the other. But I, I got to know about Heat. He's like, man, look, greatest experience of my life, man. Yeah. He said a lot of my work I got was on the cutting room floor, but I got paid. Michael mm-hmm. Mann paid me. Mm-hmm. He paid me for the days I shot. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, got a little back into. He said, but he said I had the scene for with Pacino, and I was I was worried about you know I'm a little you know I'm cool, but like it's it's Al Pacino, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like a, I'm a comedian, and so he, he was like he said so Pacino we had some scenes together. He said so Pacino called me to the trailer man, and um said, hey, you know, let's go play chess. And so he knew how to play. He's like, I knew how to play chess, but, you know, I wasn't going to sit up there and like beat Al Pacino. I want to get him right back. It's like playing golf with your boss. Yeah, you're not like, no. Oh, gosh, look at where it went. Uh, That one got away. Yeah. You know, so he said he sat there and he learned from him. And, and, you know, they they, they imbibed a little bit, you know, on uh, the, the stickiest, the ickiest of the sticky icky. Yeah, you know, and, and um, and he said, you know, and they became they became tight. Yeah, and he learned so much by watching him. And he was like, you know, this is what I do. <laughs> this is what I do. Do you do this? He's like, yeah, yeah, I do that. Yeah, smoke, smoke with Al Pacino. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Right. So, so he, you know, so but he learned a great. He said he learned a great deal just sitting there watching him. And yeah. Pacino, he he said that was the thing he did, he did, shocked him how generous and um and forthright and like just really helpful he was 
to somebody who was doing like five days a week on the movie at most. Yeah. And he didn't have to, but he's like, it, it showed up in the scene because they, they had like a chemistry that it was great. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, so I just want to, I want to say that, but you asked a question. Uh, so about the, about the coke. Yeah. So it came up the, in scenes like that. And in scenes with Hank Azaria, it kind of yes. like, yes. came up or even yeah. him, him hitting the TV and kicking it out and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, was it a conscious decision to just remove those scenes where he's like, do, was he doing lines or taking well, bumps? I mean, what is he, what was he supposed to do? So I think it was just an improv uh, a decision on his part. I don't think that Michael Mann intended for that. I don't think that Michael Mann, like, I don't think it was, it was really a thing like in the script or anything like that. It was just him, you know, being a method actor saying, this is, this is who, Vincent Hanna is. He's he's this this guy that you know takes takes a uh, you know take a buff every now and again, and <laughs> like I mean, just the fact that I would think that would compromise him. Though. I, I would somehow I think that would compromise. Oh, him. absolutely. And, and 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 you know if if they ever were you know if they had ever decided to do a heat sequel, I'm sure it would have been about you know I I somebody coming in investigating yeah. being like, yeah. look, you know Vincent Hanna's uh he's he's off the chain. You know what I mean? Like, he, but you can see, like, I mean, just the subtleties of his eyes twitching and, you know, just going back and forth, like, just, just wilding out. Like, you know, it, it's, 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 it's so Give me all you got! Give me all you got! <laughs> By the time I get to Phoenix. Phoenix. I hear, I hear your brother, Richard. <laughs> Richard, I hear Richard. You, you be there. You, you, you be there. Or, or is, is uh, we need to We need to Alvarado. <laughs> Where's your empathy, brother? Where's this your empathy, is such, brother? This is such a abuse prop. <laughs> empathy was yesterday. Empathy was yesterday. Wasting my motherfucking time. Motherfucking time. That's Don't that's waste chemistry. My motherfucking time. That's chemistry. It is. It's perfect. It's perfect, man. So and, and that scene and that line. Uh huh. Catchphrase. We've been we use. I've been using that ever since. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was you know. So again, shout out to Jeff Jones again. On the message board, that was his like tagline. Like <laughs> empathy was yesterday. <laughs> Today he wasted my motherfucking time. Look, so the other thing for me was like, you know, again, I people will see from this season of the Open Tabs podcast <laughs> that I have a love affair with LA. LA is LA is my lady. I love LA. LA, LA is my lady. Ooh, <laughs> what you know about that? All right, man. You know, produced I, I, by I, the I, great I, Quincy D. Light Jones and sung by my main man, Francis Albert. Hey, Pally. Sinatra. Hey, <laughs> hey, Pally. Hey, indeed. Keep going. I'm sorry. So, LA is my lady. Go ahead. I love LA. And, um, you know, the, the, the puns wild. <laughs> use of LA in this film. Uh, you know, I mean, again, it's been said over and over again. He used more, uh, like, I guess about out of the 84 different locations he used, 74 had never been used before. Yeah. So, like just the use of, of random spots in LA, uh, making yeah. LA a part of the film. Yeah, it's just just beautiful. It, I mean, like instead I'm of thinking, instead of sets, instead of right, sets, in, right. being in real places. Yeah, on location, nothing beats on location. And like I'm thinking about like uh, Neil's spot, like where with no furniture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I'm thinking of CGI though. I think that was the actual set. You think it was? You think that was CGI? I, I just thought I thought about it last night. There's CGI. There's two CGI scenes. I'm pretty sure of. It's right. Ed Ed's spot. Edie spot and Neil spot. Okay, okay, I'm almost positive, but but I could be very very wrong. I'd like to be wrong about it. I, well, you know, I mean, either way, man, the use of LA in the film was just, you know, I, yeah. I just I love it. I love it. I love it. He really like if you're looking at how to use a city, 
and make the city a character in a film, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got to study heat. Yeah, you got to study heat. If you don't, if you, if that's, that's, I would say heat and well, for American films, uh, but heat and uh, definitely Manhattan. Uh, yeah. Woody, yes. Allen's, Woody Allen's Manhattan, which is, yes. of course, about Manhattan. Yes. Uh, but which is, which is interesting to say since all, most of his films during that time period were in New York, but, yeah. but Manhattan as well. But I, I think, I think, even though this is a beautiful, heat is beautiful in its monochromatic um, resonance, mm-hmm. wherein there are colors, but no one's really sticking out. I mean, well, the 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 crew, right? The Ferretto, the Cifaretto crew is not really sticking out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there, I thought you, I thought you would appreciate the Cifaretto crew. But I well, guess no, I, I definitely do. The Cifaretto <laughs> crew, it's they're not, they're not really sticking I'm- out. I'm Everything on, is. I'm on season five of my my most recent rewatch. By the way, right. Watchaku is season six, episode four right now. We're almost there. We're almost there. Um, but I, I couldn't agree more with you. L.A. is so. This is a different L.A. because it's an authentic L.A. Yeah. And let's talk about the origins of the story because we have not done. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. So L.A. Takedown. L.A. Mm-hmm. Takedown was a, a, a TV series proposed. Mm-hmm. By Michael Mann. Michael Mann had an obsession with uh, Neil McCauley's a real life, yeah, uh, criminal. Yeah, uh, there was a, a, a police officer, Adamson. I forget what Adamson's first name was, but yeah, yeah, uh, Chuck, Chuck Adamson, Chuck Adamson. So sure. Chuck Adamson spent a lot of time, you know, hunting this criminal, Neil McCauley. Uh, the, the TV series was supposed to, was proposed for NBC. You know, Michael Mann had done Miami Vice, which was a mm-hmm. huge you know, cultural phenomenon in the 80s. Right, right. This is supposed to be his his L.A. follow-up to it. Never mm-hmm. really panned out. Uh, it was probably a little too violent, a little too, you know, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a little too a lot of things. Uh, and so, <laughs> but it was many of the original scenes, many of the scenes that yes. were in the film are directly... Yeah, he did it. He took it from the from the small screen. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Like, like, like shot for shot. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and so, so L.A. Takedown becomes Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for the better, for the best, really. I yeah. mean, this, this, yeah. this, this, this film, uh, and certainly it could have, you know, I mean, like we could, you could remake it as a TV series, you know, uh, but uh, I think that, that as a film, it stands, I think that the film encapsulate, I think you get everything you need in the film, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, and, and if there's one criticism, I know we get to criticism a little bit later. Uh, it's sprawling. There's there's a lot going on at times in yeah. this film that I mean it's still watchable, eminently watchable, but um, could be tightened up for a film. But you can tell it was based on source material, and this is the biggest point. You can tell it was based on source material from a TV show. You can you can kind of see mm-hmm. how like there would be an episode formulaic, yeah, stuff. right, right. There'd be an episode about uh, Shaherlis and and his his gambling issues. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and and really to be honest with you, that would be something I'd be interested in seeing. I'd love um, to see that. I'd love but, to see Michael's Michael uh, uh, Cerrito Cerrito's home life. Yeah, very very interested to see that because I mean, and that's, and that's the thing they try to flesh out a lot of these things, like in the big dinner scene uh, with with yeah, Cruz. You know, like who are these people? It'd be nice to to get to know, no. like you know, especially given the the series of events that go on later on. Where he picks up a little girl and uses her human as a human shield, like, but he's got a whole family. He's got a whole ass family. You know what I mean? No. 
So a little girl around the same age. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So, you know, it, it, I wonder why. Well, I don't really wonder why, because Michael Mann has gone on to have a fruitful career uh, as a filmmaker. But, mm-hmm. you know, you do kind of, you know, I mean, just like uh, our, our man David Fincher went back and did Manhunter or Mindhunters. Yeah. Mindhunters, yeah. It'd be wonderful uh, if, if Michael Mann would decide, hey, let's let's go ahead and, and, and take this L.A. takedown and, and make it a show again. I don't, Showtime. I don't know. Showtime, right. HBO. Somebody I think else. it works. I think I think it continually works because they can t- keep taking scores. Yeah. You're almost there. You get one of them. Yeah. You put the screws on one of them. I, I think it works. I think yeah. if nothing else, you know, HBO does the does the limited series well. Yeah. The six episode, eight episode limited series. Yes. Yes. I can do eight, I can do eight hours of this. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I did two and a half. Absolutely. I could I could do I could do eight hours. <laughs> I could do eight hours of this on my back, like chilling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Easily. But I, but I, I want to say this too. I think is there's something to the uh, to not giving up on on the on the project, and yeah, and and when he was finally doing it, so so he didn't he had the rope to get the the he had the, he had the rope and the gravitas to get the pilot made, yeah. but he didn't have it to they wouldn't they wouldn't buy it right. So he no. makes the last of Mohicans, yeah, and it's this big sprawling, amazing, beautiful movie and it's nominated and it's beloved so he does that and they're like all right okay maybe we'll, we'll give you a shot we'll give you a shot what do you want to do and this is what i want to do yeah we'll give you 60 million dollars 60 million dollars in 1994 a lot of money i cannot stress <laughs> enough i think spike was trying to get an additional six <clears throat> or seven after giving 20 from paramount to, to bust his ass to get it yeah, to, yeah and had to get it from famous black people yeah, uh, who got their money back probably first? Yeah, um, but but at the same time, um, I, I think that this film. I, I said something about the the preparation that they went through. They studied. They 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 were. They spent a lot of time with the police. They spent a lot of time with bank robbers. They spent mm-hmm. a lot of time. The crew. The Cif- I'm gonna just call them the Cifaretto crew. The Cifaretto, the Macaulay crew. Please do it. Please do it. The, Cif- the Cifaretto crew. They were bank. They were they were casing banks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ashley Judd was talking for real. to. Yeah, for real. Ashley Judd was talking to the wives of the of these bank robbers who were in jail. Yeah. So she could, so she could have a better understanding. So yeah. little things could come out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and. It added to the authenticity. You already had this beautiful LA film. Yeah. The authenticity of it being a true LA, an LA that's not, it's in, you know, some other LA. This 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 film truly is the grittiest I've ever seen Los Angeles. And 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 in a way, and it's not like gritty, like dirty. It's just gritty, like so it's just real. Because you know what? You have so many different ways of living there. Go ahead. You know what it captures about LA is the loneliness of LA. Like there's so, so you didn't mention sprawl. You mentioned sprawl. So yeah. Please, yeah, yeah. There's so many people to go out to LA to find a new life to do this, do that, mm-hmm. the other, right? Uh, and I think no film really captures, maybe swingers a little bit in, in its own way. Yeah, uh, they need, but, they definitely needed each other in swingers. They needed each other, right? But no other film really captures this this loneliness and like like for instance when 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 uh, Amy Brenneman's character asks uh, Robert De Niro like Are you lonely? He's like uh, I, I, I'm alone. I'm not lonely. I'm not right? lonely. But she was true. And you ever use that one? 
Yeah, of course. I use that a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah, me too. I, I, I used to use that. <laughs> yeah. that, that was that was in my uh, my repertoire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she was truly, Edie was truly lonely in LA. She no was, question. She was looking for somebody, anybody. Like, I mean, LA food too much for the man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> She's the, La- lady, why do you care so much about what I'm doing and what I'm reading? Like, and she still like that didn't that didn't throw her off. She was still there. Yeah, like, and, and a nice person. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's the kind of person, a, a pure innocent. That's the kind of person that LA eats up. You know, I mean, yeah. and, and she was eating up in this movie. She was, you know, chewed up and spit out. If I were her, though, I'd have checked the trunk and then just gone and had a great life. I'd have still taken the flight. I'd have checked the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She knew, yeah. She knew she the cash was there. She knew. Yeah. She knew. She knew. <laughs> she knew the cash was there. Check the trunk. Yeah. We're going to go make it work. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go make it work in New Zealand. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but the loneliness of LA, man, like, you know, I mean, Again, you go out there with nobody. A lot of people do this. A lot of people go out yeah. to LA with nobody. Yeah. They go out there trying to 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 make their, you know, make it or break it. Right. And it, more people break it than make it. You know? Yeah, it's mean? like a cure, it's like a cure-all, like moving to yeah. Atlanta too. Um message. Yeah. It's like it's just this cure-all. But but with more sprawl, yeah, and with less people that you actually know. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think uh, that's a beautiful that's a beautiful sentiment there uh, about it, and I, I, it really does. Everybody kind of seems alone, so they they need that. They need that crew. They need the juice. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, uh, Absolutely. From that, just to live. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Couldn't and even, agree, I even agree more. Even Pacino's character. I mean, too, oh, like, no question. Why is he in this loveless marriage with this crazy ass uh, stepdaughter? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it's something. It's something to hold on to. Even if the chicken's over, overcooked, and you know he's got that little TV, <laughs> you know I mean? post postmodern dead tech <laughs> futuristic. <laughs> I can't House. say enough about Pacino and this. Hey, look, so look, who's your unsung? I want to just jump straight in. Who's your unsung hero mm. in this movie? I think it's the same as mine. I, you know, I don't. I, I was trying to put my finger on one. Mm-hmm. And I think because there's not really a lead. Okay, I agree. So it's it's difficult. It's difficult. Even though uh, Al got top billing, it's difficult. Um, f- it was difficult for me, you know, because I'm thinking all the questions all the time. Like as I'm watching, like, okay, how am I going to answer this? And now pressed with it. Uh, <laughs> That's how I do. I think it's the cruise. Okay. Okay. Talk I think it's the it. police crews, the police crew. And yeah. I think it's, and I think it's the, and I think it's the, the, the Macaulay crew. Yeah. And, and the reason I'm saying that is because they're, 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 they're supporting, they're holding up these two central figures. Yeah. That are, that are diametrically opposed. Yeah. That, that will at some point, you know, clash. Yeah. And, and without, without their support or without the, the things they say or without, their work or whatever they're doing or bringing to the table. Yeah. You, the guys up top aren't allowed to, aren't able to, you know, mastermind it all and think. Sure. So, sure. so to me, when pressed with it, it's, it's, it's the, it's the police officers and it's, it's, you know, the, uh, the crews minus Wayne Grove, of course. Sure. 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 Let me ask you this. Since you, you brought this up a little bit earlier in the pre-show before people, mm-hmm. people aren't privy to it. The, you, you made a King of New York reference. Yeah, uh, so King of New York does kind of a similar thing with the, the police crew 
Mm-hmm. And the Frank yeah, that's very, very similar. Yes. Yeah. Very so, similar. like, like comparatively, what what are your thoughts on 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 on? Do you think that this was like? Do you think that Michael Mann, you know, in a in a not necessarily a derivative way, but maybe hit was influenced a bit by it? Oh, or? absolutely. I mean, okay. absolutely. King of New York. I mean, it showed. I think Michael Mann was. I think later, um, um, what's my man, uh, Ridley Scott uh-huh. was uh, with, with American Gangster. I mean, it's it's literally it's literally a now it's a trope. Yeah. Now, I mean, we yeah. this is something they you got Den of Thieves. Like, yeah, there's all kinds. all kind of it's all kinds yeah. of films like this now. Yeah. Where we we're seeing both sides of this. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Departed. We were seeing. The we're town. seeing. Yeah, the town. Oh, the town. We're seeing both sides of this now, right? So, yeah, yeah. so, but I think, I think, looking back, I think King of New York did it extremely well. I just didn't yeah. trust Frank White's crew, sure, like I did this crew. Oh, they bought into Neil McCauley. They were all like, yeah, he was he was a leader. This is this is they were picking up guys on the sub, you know, like Frank yeah. was picking up guys on the subway. Harold Perrineau, I'm not afraid of yeah. Harold Okay, so, so, and it's not it's not even. I mean. I'm not. So, yeah. so, 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 as opposed to these guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they'd oh, run. Yeah. I think those, I think the four of them would have run uh, Frank's crew out of, out of town. Frank could have been working for them. Yeah. No, they were professionals all the way through. All, all the way, way through. through. All the way through. And, and live by a code. The, the not fucking around crew, as they say in the town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're not. Yeah. They weren't. They weren't. So, my, my unsung hero for the movie is, is Tom Sizemore. Which you know we we got which right. I got him up right now yeah yeah all right I like, why why is he why is he yours I you know for me he was the one that like all right Christian Hurley slick <laughs> he was the one that brought it all down sure they, you know the slick slick thing which you know they it's, yeah. it's been talked about how kind of that's that's the weak link in the in the in the whole plot line to me yeah because the guy the guy heard slick and yeah yeah it had to be something it had it had to be something you're right you're right. Uh, but with that being said, he was he was kind of the linchpin of the whole thing. I think that that Neil McCauley was really on the fence about. I mean, you know, Shahrlis is like, yeah, you know, I need this. You know, like <laughs> this is yeah, this, I need, yeah. I the, the bank yeah. is every, the bank is everything. I need this. Uh, you know, but I think that the, the actions of juice, which is a lot is made of that that line. Uh, that was the selling point for him, and he was just like, "Okay, I'm in." Like, you know, this is this is it. And his character was just like, I mean, he was completely unscrupulous. He was the the scoundrel of the crew, uh, picking <laughs> up the, the 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 kid. I, I just can't get over that scene. Uh, but he was also like, just kind of, he was the glue of that crew too, in a in a in a, in a way. Yes, just, he the married father. Right, uh, who who was into being married and into being a father? Right, he was. He's that guy that it was just like when you read in the newspaper, like the, he was involved in this, like him, like you know, he was in the PTA or whatever, like you know, this. Because Shirley's what? Shirley's trying like a stingray. Yeah, yeah. Shirley's got a little boy. He's got a little boy, and he's got a two seater. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you right now. Degenerate. <laughs> whenever you whenever you see a father of a young child with a two seater. That person is not serious about fatherhood. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna, I just wanna say that. Yeah. No. Okay. I, I endure. And, I, it, not, and if I, if I offend anyone, I'm, I'm sorry that you're offended. Uh, and you might have another family vehicle, but, but, 
Yeah. But in the film, I think it was, I think he literally he drove that stingray on purpose yeah. to show that he didn't care. Even though he's like, Dominic comes with me. Okay. 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 If he wanted that way. Is he going to be in the front seat? Yeah. How, how's that, how's that working out? Yeah. Uh, you know, let yeah. me know. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, but all right. So, 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 so it's Cerrito for you. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's definitely Cerrito. Like he's, you know, when I come back, subsequent viewings of Heat, I focus on the Tom Sizemore character more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, every every viewing, I I, just, oh, I I think it's his. This and Saving Private Ryan, he's yeah. he's at his best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's absolutely. At his best. I think he's. I think he stumbles through Devil in a Blue Dress, trying to say uh, the N word. Yeah. Um, he stumbles through it. Little and he was out of shape. He was horribly out of shape. So it, yeah. was, it, it just, it wasn't. Going through some legal. things. That's my man, Master P. Uh, the 90s. It's yeah. the 90s. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And and shout out to, to my man, Val Kilmer, because. Yeah. I think that, you know, of everybody that was robbed of, you know, certainly Al Pacino and, and De Niro deserve some accolades. Um, yeah. Val Kilmer has been robbed of his his standing in history more than any other actor I think than any you know I, I can think of he he Val Kilmer is so good in so many films like if you think mm-hmm. about Tombstone Willow The Doors this movie like he, Batman that's like that's like bam 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 that's like back to back to back to back yeah man I mean he's you know and, and and people will will not know that you know like the, the millennials and he's the ice man <laughs> ice man ice. <laughs> i love it i love it man <laughs> and but, i mean he yeah but he yeah, he was yeah he was he, he was like these this is millennials and, and gen z is won't know who he is because he hadn't gotten any any statues any hopefully hopefully when they do the other when they when they when the new Top Gun comes out, he'll, he'll start to get some love again. I mean, I mean, it, it's it's long overdue though. I think it's long overdue. And, and you know, this is this is the peak for him. And I, I think that his performance in this movie, like best supporting actor again, going back to that Oscars uh, that that year. Let's see who was up. Well, Spacey won. So yeah. for, I mean, for you know, and I, and I I have no issue with that. No issue with that whatsoever. There's a no hell of a issue. No issue with Spacey winning. Yeah. Okay. Verbal yeah, yeah. no kit. Verbal kit. Phenomenal. Let's look at who else was up. Tim Roth and Rob Roy. The fuck? No. Brad Pitt and 12 Monkeys. It's a good performance. Not, not excellent. Ed Harris and Apollo 13. I mean, Ed Harris is Ed Harris. I mean, we know this now. He's, James Cronwell and Babe and then Spacey. Come on, man. Tough, tough room. Tough room. Tough room. But, tough room. but you could probably move Cromwell and, may, and probably Tim Roth. You yeah. know, you could take two of those Brits. And, yeah. and, and knock one of them out, if not both, and make room for. I have no problem with that cover. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you identify with anybody in this film? Uh, I'm serious about my work. Okay. Uh, Neil and Vincent are serious about their work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I identify with that about okay. them. Okay. Um, that's where that ends. How about you? <laughs> How about you? <laughs> I, I got some woman troubles of late. Uh, I'm 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 Neil McCauley. I'm I'm 
I'm completely Neil Macaulay. Like I, I'm, I'm, okay. kind of, I'm hostile at times. Like, lady, why are you so interested in what I'm reading and what I'm? Shout out to my buddy Wendell Patton. I don't know if Wendell listens to, to us or not, but there's there was a moment one time where uh, me and Wendell, me and Wendell used to hang super tough, and we would like get a, a, a bottle of Jack and smash that bottle of Jack over a weekend. Okay. Uh, and every now and again, like, you know, like there was one, we used to, we come from the ilk, I come from the ilk of Meharry, where we would hang out in the amphitheater and drink and hang out and barbecue and do all this kind of thing. And occasionally, you know, people would come by while we were doing it. And uh, a young lady was uh, was trying to holler at me. <laughs> I, I, I knew Macaulay her, man. <laughs> Here you go. She's like, she's like, what, uh, what? How you doing now? Yada yada. I was like, uh, you know, leave me alone. I was like, uh, she's like, well, I hope you have a good night. I was like, bad night. <laughs> and, and Wendell never let me live that down. He was like, why did you tell that woman bad night? Like, what was wrong with you? I, I was Neil Macaulay, man. And, and, and that, that kind of speaks to a, a, a De Niro thing to me. De Niro, it's really hard to see him as a lovable character in anything. I can't see him as the love interest in any film. He just doesn't, he's not lovable. They were, clo- they were close to it. And his line about his line that made her come with him was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And he delivered it. I thought, I thought beautifully, especially with someone's falling and grasping to hold on to anything at that in that moment. Yeah, I thought that was beautiful and believable. Yeah. But I, I, I can, I completely understand your point. Yes. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm again, I'm, you know, I'm not always in that Neil, Neil McCauley space, but uh, I'm certainly, certainly there right now. And uh, <laughs> well, I, hope, I wish I wish you nothing but the best trying to get out of it. If you if you if you if you would so endeavor to do so. Hey, hey, man! When the heat's around the corner, can't have anything, any attachments. Uh, none, you know, none. You can't you can't drop in thirty seconds. And uh, you know, I don't know. The heat might be around the corner. Who knows, man? So okay. uh, yeah, watch out. <laughs> Very dark turn. Right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's 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 who I, I you know nobody else really uh, in the film you know I, I I enjoyed I guess I don't know when else to talk about uh, Tone Loke in the film. There's no other time. Go ahead, do it. Like I, you know I, I enjoy Tone Loke in general as an actor. Like you know I, I, when when he's in Ace Ventura, those are some of my favorite moments in Ace Ventura. <laughs> uh, when he was the vigilante in uh, in, in Rock. You know, on some of those live episodes of Rock, you know, Tone Loke, he he's he's my guy. You know what I mean? And and, and sure enough, as, as Albert's brother Richard, you know, uh, Richard. <laughs> Richard, Richard, I hear Richard, I hear Richard, <laughs> BJ's Alvarado, two a.m. BJ's on Alvarado. <laughs> my brother Richard going to talk to you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Doesn't exist, man. But uh, yeah, man, like Tone Loke, my man Tone Loke, is is reserved. You know, I, I thought he. he he did a hell of a job, you know. Uh, I I I just had to give him a shout out. I don't know where else to put that. Uh, Can we talk about Michael Mann's club scenes? Let's talk in, about uh, in his two in his two crowning beauty L.A. films. So collateral in this? Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Uh, no one does interiors at odd times of night with a lot of people in the room like yeah. Michael Mann. Yeah. No one does it because yeah. they're not on the set. They're at a real place. Yeah. And it's chaos that somehow is like the perfect color. 
and you're the the principal is always well lit yeah and 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 it seems believable and you're there in the scene and it's nuts it's yeah. absolutely nuts yeah uh so bj's in alvarado was was a very interesting place um you know late night uh, private kind of club where nothing but nefarious stuff was going down and here this this is you know homicide robbery robbery and homicide uh tour de force is going in there cool as a cucumber as and a no cucumber. one's jumping yeah i mean he could arrest any number of people in there yeah. for any any number of things and he yeah. doesn't even care he does yeah. that's, that's not why he's there he's yeah. he's looking for big fish high yeah. level yeah. only yeah um which takes me to the scene behind me right here ah, so man. the question is who won the scene I was, i'm glad you asked i was hoping that you'd ask man i i think that neil mccauley wins well i think he i, I well that's I think, that's a common that's a common i think he drives the scene as the dominant figure in other words like i think that you know like you know Vincent Hand is like, you know, I, you know, I won't, I'll take you down, brother. Like, you know what I mean? Macaulay's like, I won't hesitate. It's, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is with him. He's disciplined, the discipline. When he's asking him about like, you know, uh, why he would walk away. It's the discipline. That's the, that's the discipline. And Vincent Hannah doesn't have that discipline. You know, he doesn't have it. And I think, you know, nine, ten, nine times out of 10, and it just so happens in the film, the one time out of that 10 occurs. But nine times out of ten, disciplines winning over uh, chaos. Yeah, and I think Vincent Hanna represented chaos to the nth degree, and Neil McCauley represented discipline. Discipline, and I'll tell you, you, you talked about him adhering to his code. The one time when he doesn't adhere to the code was what really cost him, because he went back to kill our guy. We haven't really talked about Wayne Grove. No, that was going to get to that. Okay. Yeah, but go, ahead. Right. go ahead. No, goes go back. Ahead. Go ahead. Goes back and kills our guy Wayne Grove. And that was the one lapse in discipline because he's like, you know, the, the rage that he has over that whole situation overcomes him and he has to go finish that unfinished business. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like, whereas he could have just, he could have, he could have cut ties left. and left 30 seconds with the heat around the corner. Instead, he allowed the heat to catch up to him. You know what I mean? They might have they got to the airport. They might have got. They, they the might airport. have. But, but they, they but knew they he didn't. was going, they knew he was going to go back and deal with this unfinished business because again, yeah this is and, and this is my theory on it is that this is vincent thinking like a vincent whereas if he had thought like a neil he wouldn't have probably gone back there because he would have just gone straight to the airport but instead you know he knew he was going to go back and like the, the the vengeance took over his spirit and mm -hmm. the one time and, and this is where we talk about like a man a man having a code if you got a code you gotta live by that code 100 percent of the time all the time if you don't we as soon as you break the code you learn why you had a code and that's what happened. A man got a man got to live by a code, right? <laughs> a man got to have a code. Got got to have a code. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's an A and an H in there. And Shout like out a w. to Michael K. Williams, the great Michael K. Williams. Shout out to Michael K. Williams. Um, I I used to argue about this all the time. Uh, yeah. I remember I was over in Belmont Estates on uh -huh. on Cascade Road. Yes, at the home of. Thank you, one Reverend Doctor Seth. Pickens and Wayne Herman Davis and sitting with uh, two of my favorite the, people. Yes. The ever, ever opinionated Johnny Lee Moore. And we're sitting there watching the film in like 99, 98, 99. 
watching the film. No, two, summer, it was actually summer 2000. We're watching the film. And the argument comes up, who won? Who won the, who won the, who won the scene? Who won the scene? Yeah. And Faraji was there. And I, most of the room was with, like you, with Neil. I said, no. I, <laughs> I thought it was Vincent. They said, why? I said, because in the end, he's, got, he's the law. He's got the law on his side. So no matter what, and there was my, there was my, my theory and my opinion, this is 20 years ago, 21 years ago. I said, in the end, he's right. Yeah, he is. And he says, don't take down scores. Yeah. But in that, that, in that room, yeah, like, I'll leave you alone. You stop doing what you do. I'll leave you alone. Basically. I'm the the best at doing what I do. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the best at doing what I do. You're the best at doing what you do. He said, you must have worked some shitty crew. I worked all type of crews. And, and while he's sitting there talking about it, yeah, you, you must work some horrible crews. Okay, well, we got you too. Yeah. We got you. I got you. Yeah. And I literally took you out. Because he let him walk Absolutely. away. It let him walk away on that breaking and entering. Like, you know. He, yes. He, so he what are we going to do? Breaking in and, and stealing it. Because yeah. he's not He's not for that. Yeah, he's he for is, the big fish. He is, he is for big fish. Yeah. So the discipline, the beauty of the discipline that you just brought up. Yeah. Is he's out there. <laughs> Here's that, that one guy who can't sit still and makes the, the noise Yeah, the, where it shouldn't be a noise. Could be a cat. Sure. Could be cops in a, in, a, in a U-Haul. Could be the wind. Could be nothing. Could be anything. Sure. Guess what? Why take the chance? We're out. Yeah. We, we bail. What? I'm right there. We bail. Yeah. 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 And if anybody needed that money, it was Chris. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And not to mention they were waiting on 750 from um from from uh, Van Zandt. Yeah, yeah. 750 k from yeah. Van Zandt. Yeah, right. Dale, we out. We out. Okay, so cool. We out. No problem. No, no biggie. Cool. That's cool in the fan. Uh, I, I, but if you talk about presence in the room, it's Neil. Yeah. And somebody was always says I've heard this thing like oh he's always looking at the door. No, he always does that. He's always darting. He's always looking, thinking somebody's coming. Yeah, so he's around the corner, always. So it wasn't like just because he was in that scene at uh, Elin Catalina uh, Cafe, which is no longer there. Mm. Um, it, it was. It wasn't because of. It, thank you. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't because of that. I had to. I had to bring it up. It was. It wasn't because of that. It was because that's just who he was. He was always looking around his around the corner, and and so so I I will have to defer now that it, it was like you said it was Neil. But I thought I thought Vincent's points were as strong, if not stronger. Like, yeah, but I'm the law. You can say all this you want to. Yeah. You're you're breaking the law. Yeah. And so and so and yeah. these aren't unjust laws that you're breaking. No, I yeah, can these, see these I can are, see if this is some violence. These some are egregious. <laughs> these yes, are egregious I, violations of right. Uh, I can see, and you all are killing people. Yeah. You all are killing people. Okay. Yeah. So so. You know that's that's big in and of itself. Uh, I, I want to bring up another uh, Dennis Haysbert's uh, short short part in the film. Yeah, talk about it. I really love that he's there uh, because because he's he's where they were, mm-hmm. and he's just getting out right. And so they've they've you know you know no rehabilitated. You know there's, there's nothing. <laughs> they are who they are. Yeah, and. And so they've, they're finding their own way in the world. You know, yeah. Michael and Chris and 
um, and, and let's just say Neil for right now. And they're just making it work, man. And so when they see him, they know there's a code among those men. Yeah. There's an understanding among those men. Yeah, are you cool? Man, yeah. you know I'm you know I'm cool. Man, you know I'm cool. Yeah. And he asks him, he thinks about it. Man, I'm I'm so tired of this right now. <laughs> I'm out, bro. Even though he's got the love of that good woman, yeah. the woman who believes him and loves him, he's got the love of that good woman. But man, man is who he is. A man, a man, <laughs> a man. You know, and so I hated it for him. But you know, even even that little hour of freedom was better than standing behind that line, burning and burning your hands and being treated horribly. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're in that diner. Yeah. Yeah. So, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I appreciated, I appreciated that that um that glimpse into the life of a formerly incarcerated uh, person. Yeah. Really that, you know, you don't you don't get that kind of view of those kind of characters no. very often. So no. yeah, I, I'm 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 totally with that. And and you know, anytime we get President Haysbert. <laughs> I'm, I'm all good for that man you, you know you know another time i saw something like that was louis guzman in um how to make it in america mm. uh, I, I don't know i don't know how how adept you are in that 20 at 20 episode arc but um and if you've never done it you could probably do it in a weekend by the way okay uh um great show i, I used to love it on hbo uh which might be my next binge by the way but okay. but um he's a former he was formerly incarcerated and he was trying to you know do his thing, make it, make, 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 make it, yeah, uh, and, and go and go another way. And there were constant, constant obstacles while yeah. he's trying to do that. But it's a comedy, so it's a little, it's a little, you know, it's a little different. Sure. Or Tracy Morgan and the OG, you know, you know, it's the same general, general, general principle there. I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna check it out. Um, so, uh, with that being said, Joe, we, 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 where where are we? We talking about? We talked about the. Uh, we kind of delved into the societal impact already. We mm -hmm. talked about the yeah. TV connection yeah. uh, with LA Take Down. Big one, huge, huge TV connection. Yeah. Unlike yeah. many films we, yeah. <laughs> we discussed. Uh, so what another one. Oh, go ahead. No, please. I was going to say genre-defining genre moment. Like the heist movies, this is it, man. This is... Yeah, even though he doesn't consider it a, a crime movie, but he was going to call it Crime Story as a working title. It's Crime Story. Uh, I mean, this is it. I mean, and yeah. every one of the things was successful. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 got away. Like, I mean, really, they did. They did. They did yeah. get away. If if two of them walked away that day, they got yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's that part of it. So, where where it ranks for me? I'm glad you asked this because, like, I like I got a couple categories. So, you know, Pacino for me has two real distinct careers. He has the you know, the Michael Corleone career, okay, and and the films in that in that that realm yep. and i include dog day afternoon there of course you got to you have to and then starting from scarface on you got like just yelling al pacino <laughs> yeah <laughs> which at some point he's gonna yell and so this is my he didn't yell in city hall though didn't yell in city hall he's very very he's a mayor he's a mayor he's a mayor, he's a mayor. it's unbecoming of a mayor uh yeah. my favorite yelling al pacino movie for sure this like, is this is this is for sure uh -huh. As a matter of fact, like much like a uh, Chris Ryan from another podcast, like I, 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 I have an Al Pacino repertoire of impersonations that 
they pretty much are all based in this movie. Like even even my Godfather three Al Pacino is mm. basically Heat Al Pacino. My my <laughs> Sin of a Woman Al Pacino is Heat Al Pacino. My uh, Got my uh, uh, Devil's Advocate Al Pacino is my Heat Al Pacino. <laughs> like, so, I understand. I understand. You know, Vincent yeah. Hanna is 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 my so there's that. Uh, it is my favorite Michael Mann movie. Uh, mm -hmm. more than Ali, more than Manhunter, uh, mm -hmm. more than uh, uh, Last of the Mohicans, which I, I really enjoy. Uh, but And yeah. Collateral. And, and Collateral. Uh, another one that I, I, I really, really... Uh, so Heat and Collateral are like right here. And, and then I've learned to love Miami Vice, the, the film version. Yeah. I, I did not like it initially. I saw it in the theater. Did not like it initially. I thought it was, you know, it was another club scene, couple club scenes there. Right. Over stylized. But then I, you know, like I've had some time as an adult to watch it a few more times. And I was like, yeah, you know, it, it's it is what it is. I, 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 I'm i I'm with it. I'm OK with it. So but. Still, heat number one. So those two things. What about you? What, what rankings do you have for it? Um, it? It's one of my most enjoyable films. Um, it's one of my favorite films from the 90s. I think it's one of the best films I watched in the 90s. I think it's one of the most robbed films. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to um, not not love, because we're talking about it, and uh, not love in that sense, but love in that it should have been honored. It's in standing in history. Like, yes. Again, so millennials and and the, the, whatever generations come afterward, like and they'll find it. They'll find it. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think you. I don't think you're a male. I I don't. I, you know, I I know that not just been listen to us. Thank gosh, but but I, I think I think uh, people will find it. Yeah, because of TNT, the same reason that you that you mentioned before. Yeah, but had it won, had 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 Babe not been there. Yeah, freaking babe, had that not been there or something else, and it sneaks in and gets past Braveheart, a story that didn't take place in the United States of America and wasn't and was directed by an American for the Academy Awards. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sounding real Texan today, but 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 uh, hey but man, uh, represent <laughs> old school Texas and not great at <laughs> how about that? I'm okay with I, that. I will, I will, I'm okay I'm, with that. I'm LBJ Texas, but 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 uh, which is crazy too. But but nonetheless, um, I think it was it was robbed. It's enjoyable. Yeah, uh, it's it's definitely one of my favorite because De Niro has a De Niro has phases too. Yeah, and this was like the big. This was like the end. This is the height of his powers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and he had a solid two decade. Well, three decade run. It was seventies, eighties, nineties. Solid three decade run where he didn't really make mistakes. No, and and then he got older, and then you're like, what in the world is he doing? But he's an actor. He's an actor. I, I like. So he's acting. I like bad grandpa. His bad grandpa. There's more than one Fokker. You know, and I and, and I love fun. You know, I love fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I saw, I saw. Well, I saw the first no, one. But but you know, bad 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 movies but, are bad but, movies. But Neil Macaulay is yeah. in. You know. Yeah, that's the third that's Fockers. A, the third Fockers. It's no comparison. No. Comparison. What what are we what are we what are we talking about? So so um, one of my favorite De Niro films. One of my favorite Pacino films. Yeah. Uh, so this and, and definitely one of my top three L.A. movies. Yeah. 
yeah. without question. Yeah, for sure. Like real LA movies, not just movies that were made, not like House Party, which was they never acknowledged that it was made in LA. I'm talking right, about, but real where, LA, where you know you're in Los Angeles, where LA is a character in the movie. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. I, you know, uh, obviously my list is going to reflect uh, quite a bit. <laughs> in that regard you have any 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 nitpicks of the film that we haven't talked about no, we, we talked about the, the convenience of, of uh how it got going uh sure. slick slick and wayne grow sure. um and um man, wayne we talked Grove, about, man we didn't really get into wayne grow but what a sleazy he, guy he had problem he had a lot going on so so and i guess they left something out because he's a serial he, killer man he was and he'd been doing that and same mo all that yeah. And he even tells her, you don't even know what this is. Yeah. You, you know, you're being visited by, <laughs> yeah. by the Grim Reaper. <laughs> by the Grim Reaper. Right. And so we didn't even go into that. Yeah. Um, that young lady, she wasn't in very much. Kai, uh, what was her name? Kai something or the other, but uh, wasn't in a whole lot of other films other than this film. The sister, though, that played her mom, she was the first black character in a Woody Allen film. She was in uh, Deconstructing huh. Harry. Really? Yeah, uh, and it's interesting because Deconstructing Harry came out just a little bit after uh, Heat. That was the and first black character in a Woody Allen film? First one, 1996. Uh, Deconstructing Harry, wow. and uh, not a lot of black people on Upper West Side uh, <laughs> films he makes. <laughs> or, or, in the, or, in the, or, or, yeah, or any of those films. Uh, first black character, and one of the few black characters ever in, uh, in um, well, Celebrity had, had one or two. Um, which was modern day, like a modern day story, but and it was celebrity. Yeah. So, so, um, but uh, she she was also she was also in there. I wish I could remember her name right now, but she she's in that. And and every time I see that scene, I'm thinking like, there's so many thoughts. He he feels he needs to comfort. Then he's like, you know, I can't even stop this. Yeah. And she and she looks at him and knows he can't stop this. It's kind of like there's a scene in um in Nixon. Okay. Where Hopkins goes to the Washington or the Lincoln Memorial, Lincoln Monument, or whatever memorial, and he's talking to the college students, and the, and a lady and the, and the, the young lady says to him, "You talk about this thing like it's a you talk about this issue like it's a, a living thing," and he says, "It is." You say, "Well, how do you what do you do with a living thing? You got to kill it." And essentially, there's this moment where he realizes he can't. He can't stop certain things, and Nixon can't stop certain things, despite his control issues. And and yeah. and and it kind of see, and I, I kind of saw that mirrored in this. Yeah, wherein Vincent's trying to hold her, and like hopefully holding her will, you know, fix everything. But he knows he can't. Like these, these people are out there, and he's trying his best to stop them. It's all he cares about. Yeah, uh, he's trying his best to stop them. I um, I didn't have really any nitpicks with it. I I didn't understand why he couldn't make it work with the beautiful Diane Verona uh god bless her and and <laughs> and the natalie portman um uh you know suicide attempt i wish we knew a little more we saw the hysterics over the barrettes and i having a six-year-old daughter i do understand that uh we saw the hysterics over the barrettes but how did it get there like yeah. she was so but you you said it people were alone and they should, and she says it i just wanted to be alone yeah yeah and he looks at her you can't say that 11 or 12 years old like you just want to be alone like come on you can't have that and neil i mean uh, uh vincent's a good person yeah he's he's a, he's a good person and yeah he's yeah. And, he, and he obviously he loved he loves his his 
It's not. A, I don't know. Come on, stepdaughter. He loves his daughter. He. I yeah. think he. He. He really. Not you, baby. Not today. Yeah. I, I, all these scumbags. They can. Yeah. They can die and go and be rid. We can be rid of them, but not you. Not today. We're gonna do everything we can to help. And yeah. he's sitting there, but he knows he wants to be elsewhere. He, but that, that's his humanity. That's his. That's his humanity. Yeah. And yeah, I I, I agree. Uh, I look at the, when he runs out of there. I just want to say when he runs out of there, uh-huh. he's gleeful as he runs down those steps. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of Sorry. weird. It's kind of weird. So I looked up that actress. Uh, is Hazel Goodman? She's uh in a movie we saw together, Hannibal. Uh, yeah, as a Belda she was. Drumgo. She was yes. uh yeah yeah. So she had a little run there and then, yeah. Mm-mm. So in that scene, when I think about that, I think about uh, when she's coming to, you know, try to see what her, I keep thinking about that scene in Mystic River where, uh, yeah, is that my daughter in there? (laughs) Like, you know, that that, I'd never, or then later, later you see Marsha Gay Harden. Yeah. Asking, asking about where's Tim Robbins. Like, where is he? Where where is he? Where'd Where'd he go? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, those are the those those kind of things gut After me in fingering these, him in these to films. The, to the she did. She she yeah. She <laughs> she set him up for for that and then fangs the the less said about that again the better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but at any rate, man, like I, those those kind of gosh. scenes gut me in in films, man. I, I I hate to see like the family reacting to that moment when they know, you know, something's happened to their loved one. But I think it's I think it's realistic. It is. It is. It is. But it's, it's so gutting. I can't, I can't, I, I, I hate watching those things. Um, so at any rate, man, um, Heat, man, look. Talked about Heat. We did. We did talk about Heat, man. And um, uh, we, 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 did, hey. we did talk about, <laughs> we did talk about Heat. We truly did. I, 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 uh, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> did we talk about uh, uh, Van Zant? We didn't really talk too much about Van Zant. And that whole like selling the no, to, we know. didn't. Oh, oh, let's talk about that scene. Yeah, I thought they took a little bit from from uh, Lethal Weapon. Okay, okay, okay. Stay with yeah. me. Yeah, in the desert. Yeah, when 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 uh, very similar scene of a uh, a station wagon drop yeah. off. Yeah, and didn't didn't expect it to be there, and then he's shooting and yeah. Um, uh, I thought they, I thought I thought man took a little little creative license there. They have uh, you know from, from, from Donner. Yeah. another another wonderful Los Angeles film. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> I, I thought that, I thought that that that, uh, that was taken a little bit from that. But but Van Zant, he had another storyline that this guy was crooked for the sake of being crooked. Yeah. So we were interrupted by uh, technical difficulties, guys. We are gonna let it roll, man. Uh, but we back. We back. We so back. And we back. We talk about. Van Zant, man, and 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 just how look, man, like he was on one, man. He was, he was, he was, he was wild. Van Zant was a wild guy, uh, and 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 like this whole connection with Wayne Grow and like you know I got a, I got an idea for you, <laughs> I got an end for you, man. Like you know, falling for anything, falling for anything, and and that does talk about my favorite scene, uh, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. What is your favorite scene? My favorite scene is when he's like, he's calling Van Zandt up and he's like, you know, uh, it's it's an empty, <laughs> I'm talking to an empty, empty, uh, empty room here. Cause there's a dead man on the other end. Like <laughs> just hey, that, that threat right there. Like pretty, pretty strong. Don't worry about the money. 
When as soon as a criminal says, "Don't worry about the money," to you, it's a lot of money. What do you mean? It's a lot of money. Hey, <laughs> it's over for you, William Pickner. Hey, <laughs> I also enjoy Al Pacino saying it. She had a great ass, and you got your head all up the way of it. <laughs> yeah, man. Ben said, uh, William Pickner, you know, great, 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 great performance. Uh, you know, fantastic. Uh, I'm a fan of Victor. He he he's always he he, he brings it. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah. No matter what he's doing, if it's Entourage or V, he's he's like an HBO regular too. Yeah, he he he, he, uh, he he brings it. Um, I, I appreciate him. I appreciate him. Yeah, uh, Michael T. Williamson, uh, Bubba Gump. You know, right off right off of Bubba Gump, man. He does yeah. this, and then yeah. he, then he does uh, wait to wait to exhale, and then <laughs> raggedy ass, man. Yeah, <laughs> leather. Whenever you're wearing the leather vest. <laughs> no man whether wearing a leather vest with nothing underneath it has ever done anything good. Nothing good. Nothing, nothing good. good. In the sun, in Phoenix. In Phoenix, Arizona. By the time I get to Phoenix. Has Layla Rashawn ever looked as amazing as she did, though, in the white dress in that no. scene? No. Okay. That's, that's, hey. that's peak. And we're talking about sunshine. We're talking about her and Boomerang. No. Yeah. Peak, peak Layla Rashawn. Yeah. This is where yeah. Antoine Fuqua was like, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have you. Gotta have you. <laughs> Gotta have you for me. Me. <laughs> you are a sight for some eyes. Indeed. Gotta make you my reality. Come Indeed. on. Brother Joe, so next week. Next week. <laughs> we're, we're staying in L.A. <laughs> we are. This is a different L.A. I don't know. Vibe with us. Vibe hey, with man. us. Look, the, next week we're showing off. We're showing off. It's, it's polarizing because a lot of people feel a certain way about the director, and, and we we so far this season. Oh, I we, we, Gosh, I forgot. We we stood up for you know the much maligned uh, William H. Cosby. Uh, did. You know, for the legacy, for the legacy of the of the work. So <laughs> of the bear maligned. that in mind, guys. The legacy of the work. We're gonna go to Roman Polanski's uh, classic, mm. classic, classic film. Chinatown. And if you've never seen Chinatown, if you've never seen Chinatown, take this week. <laughs> Robert Evans, man. That, look. Bobby Evans, Robert Town. Yeah, man. And real quick, Bobby Evans, Bob Town. And of course, maybe you mentioned Polanski, of course. Another great, I mean, LA, LA be my lady, of course. Or LA yeah. is my lady. Wait, what? What is it? LA, LA is, is my, my lady. lady. Yes. Um, you know, the beauty of this film in so many ways was that it was horribly, there was a horrible, uh, <laughs> wow, when I looked up Chinatown for for caps, <laughs> I got I to gotta show you what I just got <laughs> for screen caps. I got, I've got to show you what I just got. Man. <laughs> I cannot wait to drop this one on you. <laughs> but I was looking up Chinatown. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't stop laughing because I, I just Google Chinatown. Okay. I, I look up Chinatown on this on this website, uh-huh. and the, and I got uh, you know a number of little there's a number of little things that came up. Sure, but uh, but then this this film came up, and of course I can't pull it up because I'm. Oh, there we go. Yes. So this this comes up. Ah, well, yes. <laughs> Not quite the same, but 
Nonetheless, <laughs> not quite the same at all. Not quite the same. Old Jack Burton says, "When we got some technical difficulties, you let it ride. We flow, let it ride. flow straight from the survival scrolls." That's that's there. Is finally let me take a drink. God. <laughs> no, but we're doing Chinatown next week, uh, nineteen seventy-four. Uh, one's best picture, Jack Nicholson, Faye Dunaway, Faye Dunaway, Jack, Jack Houston. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it is. It's a phenomenal film, guys. I think we're 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 gonna have to end it here. This is another open task production, having some technical difficulties, but uh, join us next week when we talk about Chinatown, guys. <laughs>